rifling through those long boxes and bagging those books. Welcome to your home for Star Wars comics. This is the Cosmic Force Podcast, a Utini Podcast Network production. And now, here are your hosts, Tyler Reganti, Emma Park, Caleb Lamanek, and Jacob Bosch. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 12 of the Cosmic Force. My name is Tyler Reganti, and tonight we have another special guest from the Utini family to discuss the unique title of Star Wars Adventures. We have more titles on the weekly pull list and a special announcement for our next roundtable that Caleb is definitely going to enjoy. Uh, But first, let's go around and say hi to all the hosts, and we'll start where we always do with Emma. Emma, how's it going up there in, in Maine this week? Hello, hello. Uh, it's going good. I was just telling everybody beforehand that I finally met a Utini uh, a team member in person, um, Jared. I met Jared last week. We went to a comic shop. He found some classic Star Wars comics, uh, I believe Valence's first appearance. I found some classic uh, episode one and two action figures, and it was an absolute blast. That sounds like a lot of fun. And there's no, no better thing to do than, than when you meet up with a fellow Utini uh, oh, for sure. team member to then go to a comic store. So that, that is awesome. Uh, Caleb, how are we doing over there? I, I, I appreciate your, uh, your wardrobe today. You're dressing down, but you're dressing for the part. So exactly. I, I, I approve. <laughs> You know, gosh, show off the merchandise, rep the home team and everything. Things are going really well, yo. Like him, I actually went to a different town, met up with uh, cousins up in Chattanooga area and found a used bookstore and found a lot of like really good Star Wars comics. Like I found the hardback edition of Darth Vader, Dark Lord of the Sith 1 and 2, the whole series. Very, very good. I was, I was giddy with excitement when I found that. So probably the best part of that whole trip. You know, sorry, Jonah, but that was the best part. <laughs> well we, we turned it over to our producer jacob jacob have you been to a used bookstore and found a a comic book recently as, um, as well i did go to a bookstore uh i got a a book about um redlining uh so not exactly um <laughs> uh some really riveting stuff uh but yeah no uh that's, that's about as close as i got unfortunately uh no comics uh as of yet all right, and and let's turn it over to our special guest from Charleston, West Virginia, as I learned <laughs> in the pre in the pre show. Jake Ruddle, Jake, how's it going tonight? It's good. How are you guys? Well, I guess I, yeah. I feel like it's so standard to ask that question after someone asks how are you, and it's like I realize now that everybody else has said how they're doing. <laughs> I, I, I was doing all you at this point. Yeah. I was doing great until you started flexing with your. Uh, every time I see your backdrop, it, it just—it's <laughs> so. I'm so envious of. I don't all even. The you have back I, like, like the other side over here. Or the thing is, though, is you can be envious all you want because my bank account is probably just like crying, <laughs> especially with all the the recent like announcements and everything of stuff that's coming out, and like I have to make some serious decisions. Like, do I need dinner? <laughs> I see your. I- uh, your black series ghost crew you have to re recollect all those now that they redid them yeah oh yeah and that's that's the problem that's where they get you it's <laughs> like okay well, here's the exact same one but with a better face and i they just did that with the luke um archives and there's like leia archives and i've got so many luke's but it's always nice because whenever i um whenever i replace them i get to jump into the utini group and say hey who wants these and <laughs> i think Nathan i believe did. You I were said, the one this past um, 
a Secret Santa that yeah. got me my first one, right? Yeah. And the now the Mandalorian. I, uh, yeah, I've got one. He's up there somewhere. Um, and and then between you and and Emma showing me a Big Bad Toy Store. Yeah. Um, it's a problem. I only have one right now, but that doesn't mean I don't have some in my stash oh, on yeah. that site just waiting for it to get larger. So the problem is when uh, you look at it, you think like, oh, 20 bucks. Sometimes you find them on sale for like $18.99, and then you realize that you've got like five of them in your cart, and then here we are, like a couple hundred in. And right, then right. Then you throw books, then you throw comics, then you throw other things, and it's just uh, it's a lifestyle, man. It we are really nothing is. if not enablers. We are enablers of <laughs> yeah. all things, and that is going to be the new Utini motto. And Do besides it. enabling action figures and books, we actually talk about comics here. So if this is the first time that you are joining us, welcome. We are a Star Wars comics podcast that broadcasts live right here on YouTube.com slash Utini every Wednesday night at 8 o'clock. If you can't join us live, that's quite okay. Go ahead and subscribe to this channel, and then you can have a little shortcut to watch all of our videos because they are stored right here on youtube.com for all of you to see in addition to all of your favorite podcast platforms we are also part of the utini podcast network of nearly a dozen shows and a discord channel at utini.com discord with more than 1000 members with dozens of channels to choose from Have you guys would you did you guys see that some of the discussions that were going on earlier uh in the week uh i think they were talking about the the light and dark and and just the whole uh el- a really deep discussion on on the meaning of light and dark it, it was it, it was a really fascinating conversation uh, earlier earlier this week it was Apparently it, it, I, it, I saw it i saw how many messages kept going i'm like yeah. I, I can't keep up with this like god bless you people but it was so much of like all right i'm just gonna like i i, I appreciate you guys um i just gotta take a step back from that <laughs> if you if you have a positive uh, mindset about star wars and you want to talk about anything star wars jump over to our discord and we have a channel for you and we i guarantee you you will have a conversation for hours upon hours our discord community is great uh and we encourage you to join that um if you like what you see here or if you if you like some of the other shows then head on over to patreon.com uh slash utini where for as little as five dollars a month you can gain exclusive access to the entire utini podcast network of shows as well as exclusive merch and community events so uh let's go ahead and, and go ahead and get into our weekly pull list uh we've got a couple of different titles and i believe we i even see a trade paperback on this list is that correct we, you do it? yeah yeah so uh two uh single issue comics and a trade paperback that came out yesterday so first up is darth vader number 13 war of the bounty hunter sound of metal that's written by greg pock uh pencils from rafael yanko the cover is by aaron cooter uh, the colorist is Jason Keith, and the letter is uh, Joe Caramanga. So just a nice cover with IG-88. However, we do, of course, also have our Pride cover. So that is everyone's favorite, uh, the famous uh, Admiral Ray Sloan, uh, done by J.J. Kirby. Uh, no relation to Jack Kirby, I checked. Um, and so, yeah, that's another great option if, if you guys are trying to get the... Uh, get the pride variants it's like gorgeous um, cover i'm loving these pride I, variants yeah I, I appreciate the lens flare uh on the on the vader <laughs> up there as well mm. yes yeah very cool yeah Ooh, oh yeah i'm just now noticed that the the like the rainbow effect yeah yeah that's, yeah that's pretty dope yeah right under the 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 letters there uh and then uh after that uh we have the next oh that's not it um 
There we go. Uh, Star Wars <laughs> Adventures number five. This is the first Star Wars Adventures comic book we've gotten in quite a while. Uh, not counting High Republic Adventures, of course. Uh, this is the story Tales of Villainy, written by Katie Cook and Casey Gilley, with pencils by Ethan Bevers and Kara McGee. So we'll be talking all about Star Wars Adventures today. Uh, but if you want to pick that up, that's there for you. And then lastly is... As you said, a trade paperback that's Darth Vader 2020 Volume 2, uh, Into the Fire by Greg Pak, uh, pencils from Raphael Yanko, and the cover for this is by Inhook Lee. Uh, I told myself I was going to look up how to pronounce that name, and I completely forgot to do that, so I apologize. Uh, all the links to those are down in the description if you want to get them on Comixology or Amazon or what have you. Uh, I have not read Adventures Number 5, but Darth Vader Volume 2, and then this issue of Darth Vader are both fantastic. So I would recommend checking those out. I ordered my volume two yesterday. So it is amazing and so crazy. Yes. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I think we're about time we get into art of the week. Uh, so give me one second. Yeah, Darth Vader, that 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 whole this second arc for Darth Vader was really, really yeah. cool. Just from a larger, like comic book aside, just from it from the larger uh, galaxy-wide uh, perspective, it, it really does some very interesting interesting things that ties together uh, everything else. So um, I believe that we've got everything good to go now, Jacob Wright, for as far as my yep. art of the week. So my art of the week is something that we talked about last week. Uh, this is from uh, the High Republic number five. Uh, and, and, and we talked about this last week. Like I said, the, we, we were talking about the emotion um that is on you know the her, the, the the face here um i'm drawing a blank here um keith keith thank you I, I, I was like i know it's not keys uh, but on keys on keith's face here with uh and, and it's just it's a really it, it's it's a beautiful book all 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 through throughout but really capturing this uh this image and this this was the last image of the book and and i remember like we said last week that there was a lot of discussion in the utini slack uh, and in the Discord uh, about this image. So this was a really cool image, and, and our discussion last week kind of kind of brought me back to it. So I went back and reread that issue again, uh, and it was just something that was was really cool. So I decided to go ahead and choose that one for my art of the week this week. So uh, let's go ahead, and I'm going to toss it over to Emma. And what do you have this week? Yeah, so this week uh, my art is from Star Wars Adventures story called Powered Down, and this is art by Derek Charm. Um, this is just a really fun page showing the Falcon crashing into the water. Uh, we've never really seen the Falcon do anything like this before, and it just <laughs> looks so like playful and fun, especially with the orientation of the of the panel um, when the Falcon's filling up with water. That's really funny. Also, um, I had to point out that like, who knew that the Falcon had buoys under it for splash landings? The Falcon has everything. I, I mean, it does. One would, one would think it'd be watertight being a spaceship, but you know. I would hope. I would. One would hope. I mean, that, that's probably a good thing to have in a spaceship. But um, all the same, uh, I really enjoyed this panel and um, just seeing something unique with the Falcon. I feel like we've seen the Falcon in so many situations as it is, and to have a new. Uh, a new scenario is super fun to see, and I loved it. Um, Caleb, what is your art of the week? Uh, this one came from the Dr. Afra Annual number three, uh, by Elsa Chartier, uh, Elger, Edgar Diego, and Jim Campbell. Um, that was just a really 
like a kind of a fun sort of story in Doctor Afra uh, Annual Number Three. It's kind of weird because it didn't actually have anything to do with Afra. She was almost a side character in her own thing. And we have everyone's favorite, second favorite Wookiee, uh, Black Chrysanthemum, or Black Crustacean, as I sometimes say. <laughs> as he's about to, um, he's about to get into a little bit of fun here with uh, a, the uh, Moss Eisley Cantina looking to collect on some bounties. So, you know, I just love you know, when. You know, it shows like a large action shot and just, you know, Black or Satin about to, uh, you know, be very, have a very, very good time here in the next, you know, five minutes. So that was always, that was a really fun thing there. Jacob, what have you been uh, looking at? Yeah, so this is a uh, great panel from Age of Resistance, <laughs> the special yeah. um, with uh, Maz Kanata just having yeah. a time. Um this is pencils by Matteo uh, Bufnegi and uh, colors from Chris O'Halloran. Um, and I, it just reminds me, um, I don't know if any of you guys have seen the movie Kicking and Screaming uh, with Will Ferrell. Uh, yes. This is from my ch- yeah. childhood with the where they put the child on top of the child to play soccer. It's like that, but with, with guns. Uh, and uh, <laughs> I don't know. That, it, it's just a little ridiculous, but I love it. So Who, who doesn't love more Moz? I mean, yeah. Yeah, she's yeah, her having eyes a, look red. It's so funny. It, yeah, it's the goggles. She's she's having a great time right now. So that's mine. Uh, and now we're gonna toss it back to the community submission, which is something a little different this week. Oh yeah, yeah. This one came from Princess Leia of Alderaan, the manga volume one. Uh, thank you, Josh, from our Discord. Uh, this came from the uh, Claudia Gray adaptation of the novel, uh, edited by uh, Haru Ichi. Um, I haven't actually managed to read this one yet. It looked like I love it when like a manga goes in there. That's probably for a while I was reading like significantly more manga than I was comic books. So I really have to hunt this down. Have anyone here on the team read this one yet? I, have I haven't read it, but it's I, I keep seeing it every time it's in my local I'm in my local comic store and, and I haven't picked it up yet. But there's very few things that are still left for me to pick up uh, in place of this. So well, I think it's, it's fairly be recent, soon. isn't it? Like within the no, past. I wanna, well, I want to say it's like 20, like late 2019 or something like okay. that. That's, that right? that's still I, that's, pretty recent. That's I like, feel like that's yeah. recent. That's recent. <laughs> it was the most recent. Uh, didn't they do? What was the one they did? Before? Lost, Lost stars. stars. Okay. Yeah. Lost stars. And yeah, they okay. did. Well, I think rebels came. The last rebels one was more recent than that, I believe. Right. Oh yeah, they did do a Rebels one. Right. Yeah. And, huh. and then uh, and Weapon of the was it Weapon mm-hmm. of the Jedi or was that Weapon IW? Of the, Weapon oh, of the Jedi right. happening right now. Yeah. And that's okay, just like a, it's like a two issue comic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's uh, Guardian of the Wills, which is supposed to come out in September now, I believe. After it's been delayed a little bit, uh, mm-hmm. I think that's right. But yeah, I I mean I'm running out of canon stuff to read, so I'm imagining I'm gonna get to those pretty sooner rather than later, but. I'm definitely excited for the High Republic manga to come out in September, though. Yeah. So thank you, Josh, for suggesting that one. We'll hit you up with that code soon. Contact me. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not gonna reach out to you. If you reach out to me, <laughs> I will get it to you. That's that that's way. how it works. All right. So what have we all been reading lately? Tyler, take I, it away. Yeah. I like I said, we after our conversation last week, I kind of went back and and reread the. Uh, the High Republic, but that's that's about it. You know, I've it's 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 Stanley Cup playoff time. So every other night, I've got a lightning game on, and that kind of takes all of my time at the end of the night. Uh, and so that's that that's where half of my free time has been. Um, so yeah, I I still haven't been reading too much, um, but 
Uh, I'm hoping that uh, that after this, after the playoffs are over in about two weeks, uh, I'll have some more time to 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 read. But uh, uh, it it I, I know that Emma, you're gonna you're gonna make make it up for you know for my lack of reading like you always do. So what what have you been reading this week? First, I thought you were gonna make a joke about how my Bruins are no longer in the playoffs. Yeah. I appreciate well, you, you know, not doing you that. Know, I, I, <laughs> I I decided it's been long enough. I was gonna rise above that, and and but I mean, since you did bring it up, no, uh, yeah, no, it's like it's. it's no, I've had plenty say. more time to read now that I'm. <laughs> my team's not in the playoffs anymore. It's all right. Same. same. <laughs> oh, that's right, Jacob. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Imagine having okay. a team still in the playoffs. Couldn't be me. No. I know. Imagine actually having a hockey team in your state. <laughs> Hey, yeah, imagine that. R.I.P. the Thrashers. Anyways. <laughs> yes. So uh, anyways, yeah, I've been uh, catching up on Star Wars Adventures. It's really funny, the timing of this episode, because I have been reading them anyways. Like just personally, I've read I've caught up on all of the Marvel Star Wars stuff. So I've been reading the IDW stuff and I just kind of kicked it into high gear um, reading two or three volumes just this week. Um, so I've been doing a lot of that. Um, I've been working on a new video that is supposed to come out next week. Um, and next week happens to be the release of the next uh, wave of the High Republic. So mm. I wonder if those two things are related. I don't know. We'll have to see. Tune in and find <laughs> uh, out. Yes, tune in and find out. That's right. Um, so, yeah, that's what I've been reading. Caleb, how about you? Um, I've been catching up. You know, I feel like I've said this for as long as the show is going on, but I'm almost finished up with the uh, original Dr. Afra run. My like, it's like an exponential curve as it comes in there. Like the closer I get to the end, the slower my progress gets. I don't know if I'll ever actually finish it off. Uh, like you guys, I've, you know, tracked down a few Star Wars adventures to be able to prep for the show. Um, read, uh, what was it? Tales from Darth Vader's Castle. That was, uh, that was really good. And a couple of our miscellaneous things so just doing some catching up some you know putting a few things here a few things there so nothing crazy jacob what about you yeah i've also been reading star wars adventures uh obviously for this but i i got you know i said what, two weeks ago we could go now to finish the 2015 era of the marvel comics so it's kind of just a, a, a natural time for me to transition over there's not much marvel left for me to read um so I thought I would burn through a bunch of these to kind of get prepped for the show. And I've been really, like, I've really enjoyed it. They, they go by really quickly. Uh, I read like, I think four volumes of the main series tales from Vader's castle. And then I also, I wanted to try out one of the movie adaptations. So I read the, a new hope adaptation. Uh, so it was good. I'm definitely gonna, I'll wrap it up pretty soon. Uh, I'll probably finish, go back, finish all the Marvel, then finish all the IDW and then, I don't know. Maybe we'll do some legends, or I'll read an actual book for a change. That'd be nice. Why not? Uh, why, not start, why not the '70s Marvels run? Maybe we'll get there oh, at oh. some point. I like. I've been reading Alphabet Squadron since like February, so I really need to finish that. Um, but yeah, it's been a good time. Uh, Jake, what, what about you? What have you been up to lately? Uh, the biggest thing I've really been trying to. Well, one, I've been keeping up with the subscription for like the Darth Vader and the Star Wars run post Empire Strikes Back, just because mm -hmm. when I first got into the comics, that was, that was what really um, like sold it for me was the, the runs that were, I just did a video on it. The last video, the runs in between a new right. hope and the Empire Strikes Back, just because like, that's, I think that's what I always liked about the comics the most was like the little Easter egg type things that you get. I don't know if it's because you get the visual like Emma was kind of talking about it and seeing the Falcon and everything. I don't know if it's because, you know, you turn the page and you see something that you're used to seeing on screen. Um, 
So I've been keeping up with those, but I've been a terrible High Republic um, person. And so I still haven't got through Light of the oh, Jedi yet. You need to catch up. I know. <laughs> that's how all this stuff with Rising Storm. That's Yeah, that's the one getting ready to come out. Yeah. Um, all the stuff with it is like getting me all jazzed up for it coming into the uh, end of the summer. But like I've started Light of the Jedi twice and have not oh you got you gotta it. you gotta finish that that's that that's so, great great well time. and it's like it's killing me because i can't like i had to cancel my subscription for the comics to come out on like comiXology right because i just wasn't like i'm you have to finish light of the jedi before you can really go i have them i, I, I would just, agree once you get through that one then yeah. you can kind of start to pick and choose your own adventures but yeah you got to get through light of the jedi so that that is my that's what I want to do. But I've just been part of it has been time because where I'm a teacher, um, the program yeah. that I teach in is if anybody is anybody, maybe some of our listeners, the IB program. We have to do 13 oh, books. Oh, International in Baccalaureate or whatever it's called. Yeah, that's it. So I do the English. So I spent a lot of the spring reading you know, my William Faulkner and Joseph Conrad and Tony mm. Morrison and all that. So that was good, but it wasn't in a galaxy far, far away. So looking I, I will never forgive my AP lit teacher for making me read as I lay dying. That might be the worst book That's, I've ever read. William Faulkner is an artist. But I, that's I a whole separate it. podcast. <laughs> it's not that's not my favorite of him, but you know. That's Welcome to the that. Star Wars. Li- we're reviewing the uh, Shakespeare right. Right. adaptations. <laughs> yeah. <We're- laughs> yes, on that I- exciting note, we're gonna hit the reset. <laughs> we're gonna hit the reset button. All right. So now that we're back, and let's 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 reel it in here and let's talk about some real some some, some fun stuff this week. Uh, and that's that's a, a very unique title in, in for for Star Wars comics, and that's Star Wars Adventures. Now. Unlike the rest of the my, my, my team here who are very prepared, I, I haven't read any of this. So and so I've done a little bit of research on it, but th- there's a reason we brought Jake in tonight, and that's because he's uh, he, he really enjoys this title. So 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 Jake, why don't you give me a little bit of information about what exactly this title is and, and, and what I'm in for if it, when I choose to pick this up? So Star Wars Adventures, for anybody who's kind of been following along with the way that Disney has taken over. You know, Marvel is obviously how, what we recognize as the comics. I, I guess you could say the mainstream, but a lot of people don't know that IDW, who's another comic book publisher, actually does some comic runs that they call Star Wars Adventures. Um, they're, you know, it's not really. There's no get. They're geared more towards kids. Um, right. You know, it's a younger, uh, a younger demographic. But what has been really cool about Star Wars Adventures is that they have been able to tie in some more, um, I guess you could say, relevant canon stories throughout different comic runs. Um, particularly, you've got things like Flight of the Falcon. So if you have been to Galaxy's Edge and as if you've taken, you know, the Smuggler's Run and wonder how Mm -hmm. Hondo was involved with everything, that was tied in through some Star Wars comics. Um, Also, the Destroyer Down run through Star Wars comics was really cool because that gave us a lot of background on what Rey's life was like in the... the starship graveyard. So right. there are okay. some things that tie into the films, but a lot of people kind of get turned off with them because they, the animation or the art is nor I keep 
thinking that you watched it on TV, but the art is a little more, I guess you could say it, cartoonish. It's stylized. I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've seen that. Yeah. But for me, I mean, I'm always going to be a big proponent of, you know, I want, I want there to be star Wars stuff for every age group. Um, mm-hmm. Because the thing is, especially the stuff that's geared towards the kids or younger groups, you know, they can read it and get into it and jump in on the story. But, you know, any I don't know that I've ever met an adult who's ever read a Star Wars Adventures story and been like, that wasn't worth my time. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And so that's kind of the biggest thing with it. it. It's what's also nice about it as well is that they've got, you know, I told you before, they've got some some little runs and things like that that tie in on more extended stuff like the flight of the falcon was a whole there are a couple junior novels that's tied into that too it was kind of a whole media blitz thing um but they're nicer to read too because they are a little bit more one off mm-hmm. um as far as the stories go they're standalone they're not going to be right. things that you you know if you read this one it's you're not going to get a huge cliffhanger a lot of times their stories uh that are kind of all within themselves um, which is kind of their model. So I enjoy it. I like them. Um, and just I feel because, like yeah. Caleb, Caleb, you had said uh, during the pre-show that like th- this was kind of made of a made a big deal with the launch, right? Uh, kind of. Yeah. Like it was back in 2017 when they first uh, announced this, I think down at the uh, celebration down in near neck and woods down in Orlando. Right. right yeah. And you know how they were first kind of digitally done. And it was kind of a big thing. Cause like I said, Disney also owns Marvel, so they, you know, of course, they're going to do Marvel comics, but it's kind of giving like their precious baby out to another, you know, third party. Not that they haven't done it with like, you know, video games or something, but, right. you know, they already had a comic publisher. So I think it's smart for them to kind of make a different branch or different branding so they could put, you know, the, the more um, youth oriented sort of things. And one thing so that, you know, the, the salty fans wouldn't get so upset about them trying to push, you know, kitty crap on them or, whatever they get upset out idw has a big track record of doing this kind of thing too like they they have a lot of large media franchises that they do more youth oriented comic books for like i think they have like transformers i want to say um oh teenage mutant ninja turtles maybe like there's a bunch of like those classic like seven or not 70s 80s and 90s like media franchises Mm -hmm. i think idw has some sort of licensing agreement or has done something in the past plus they do a lot of movie uh, adaptations right uh, yeah, I, I mean, think like junior yeah. like movie adaptations for juniors. Like I know Marvel does movie adaptations, mm-hmm. um, and then I think kind of similar to how movies nowadays get a junior novel and an or a junior novelization, and then like a quote unquote adult novelization. Um, same thing with IDW. Um, I believe they've sort of d- have the same business model I've, and uh, yeah. They have a, I've got a, I did a quick Google search. Yeah. And I see Transformers. I see My Little Pony. I see Turtles, Star Wars, uh, High Republic Adventures, uh, as we all know, Godzilla. So they, t- they seem to take uh, star- even some Star Trek. Um, so they seem to take some some well known, but they all have a very similar art style. Very, very. I I I, I don't want to use the word kiddish, but very cartoonish. I think that's, that's somebody yeah. Jake you would use that word earlier. Um, and it's sort of very, it's very stylized, uh, and and it definitely definitely serves a purpose. And they definitely seem to be be hitting their stride with that audience because they continue to great uh, to to re- to do this for for a lot of major you know titles and franchises. And the thing is, like it. 
because I was thinking too, my first, the completest in me is what really, um, what really um, got me into adventures because I, it was around the time uh, a little bit before rise of Skywalker. I think it was Matt Martin had tweeted. Like if you're, if you want to, he did like a, and he rarely does this, like a timeline of the order to read things like between resistance reborn. Um, what was the Ray's little adventure thing that she did spark of uh, the resistance. Um he like had those out there, but there were a couple Star Wars adventures in there. Like it tells you what Chewie was up to whenever he goes back to Kashyyyk. And that was what really oh, kind of cool. got me into it because it was like, there's little short one-off stories, but like, you know, if you go to Chewie's Wikipedia page and read about what was going on in between um, for him, the last Jedi and rise of Skywalker, like it tells you that uh, during this time he went back to Kashyyyk and blah, 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 blah. And like that story was told in star Wars adventures. So it's the kid, kid stuff, but it, when you, when the, for the completest, I guess that's why I'm a Canon snob. I've made fun (laughs) of them in the video today. I'll, I'll admit you, it's, I can say that because I am one, but I like that, you know, you're the reason why Chewie wasn't here in this book because he was taking place in that thing. And the fact that Star Wars Adventures can give us that has been one of the coolest things because it's not for the Legends fans. My first in, uh, introduction to Jackson was in Star Wars Adventures because I hadn't read any of the Legends oh, stuff yeah. before. So, you know, it there is there are things from the past that can kind of pop up that I, you know, I guess you could call it legitimizing it, but it's like, you know, it's not, it's, isn't all star Wars kitty stuff. We're just a bunch of big (laughs) adults. It's true. George Lucas always said that star Wars was made for kids. So that is a very good point. Yeah. Emma, it says here that there's, there's, it features a rotating creative team for each issue, and 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 we've kind of got it broken down here. That there's a there are some common members, and then that that some of us might not, some of us might know. There are a couple names in here that that, but I found it interesting that there's a couple of other no, notable people that have been involved with this run over the over the 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 length of its run. So why don't you talk to us a little bit about about, about some of those people that that I think even even some of the some of those that are like me that really haven't dive dove into this this title. There are some names here that that, that they're going to recognize. Yeah, so the, the most common writers here, we have Derek Charm, Michael Morici, uh, Katie Cook, Landry Walker, Elsa Chartier, and most notably, Kevin Scott mm-hmm. of Rising Storm, or soon-to-be Rising Storm fame, also Dooku Jedi Lost, uh, a bunch of comics, uh, the, the current Hi- Marvel High Republic run. Um, he's a big Jackson fan, so he wrote, I believe he wrote all of the Jackson uh, Star Wars Adventures uh, runs, which is really cool. Um, and then there's some notable involvements here. Alan Tudyk wrote a Star Wars Adventures, and, and I believe I read this one, and it had to do with K2SO, if I'm remembering correctly. That, that would make sense. That would make <laughs> that a would lot make of sense. sense yeah. He did portray yes. uh, K2 in, in Rogue One, yes. I, I, remembered, uh, I remembered opening up the volume. I can't remember what what volume it is um and it said written by alan tudyk and i was like that alan tudyk like that's so cool <laughs> that coming a name surely um and then some more uh, notable authors uh ben acker and ben blacker um and annie Wu have also worked together on star wars join the resistance the middle grade novel series uh we've also got delilah dawson who wrote uh star wars phasma and uh, black spire 
Uh, she's mm. one of my favorite authors. So when I saw her name, I was really excited. Um, I believe the story, and correct me if I'm wrong, Jake, you might know. Um, she wrote the one featuring uh, Bazine, Bazine Natal. Oh, is that correct? Uh, yeah. She was showed up in The Force Awakens. Yeah. Because I believe she wrote like a, like a short novella uh, yes. that you could get online with her. So I just figured that that was the one or one of the ones that she wrote. Yeah, I don't. So um, she was Bazine was in Flight of the Falcon. She was one like right. the whole Flight of the Falcon deal. I forget who the author's name is. It's on that she was an ebook because the Bazine novella was like an ebook exclusive originally, and the whole journey to the Force Awakens thing when they were pushing stuff out from everybody. But was that the it, one that got like put in the back of like the trade paperback of Black or the paperback version of Black Spire or? No, so there's an exclusive short story or something like that. Right. It was, I just got to find the, I'll find it here eventually and yell it out and everybody will be like, wait, what? But, um, <laughs> Bazine, that was kind of one of the things that was pretty sweet because Bazine was tied in with the flight of the Falcon deal. And you kind of get the idea that, um, you know, when you see her in the force awakens, um, she, you know, when Han shows up and all that, there's a whole backstory and types of stuff that come in there, but yeah, I'll find it here in a minute, but yeah, she's been tied in. Of course my Kindle app's crashing. So it's just, <laughs> yeah, it, it knows it, you so. need some information, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. that's, how, that's how technology works. So Deals we have, pressure. uh, we have a couple more notable authors here. Uh, Chris doc Wyatt, who is a writer on uh, the star Wars resistance TV show. And we know him. We love him. John Jackson Miller, uh, who wrote Kenobi, among many other Star Wars books. I, I think Kenobi is probably what's most, what he's most known for. Um, so that's amazing. I mean, when you think about it, uh, a lot of people are going to say, oh, you know, Star Wars Adventures is for kids. But, man, we've got some really notable authors here. Some heavy hitters, yeah. Absolutely. Delilah Dawson wrote The Perfect Weapon. Oh, I thought yeah. that's who it was. Oh, but The she... Perfect Weapon. That's what the, no yeah. Yeah, the short story thing was. And yeah. I think, though, Delilah Dawson did the – I think she was – I can barely reach it here. Ah. Just so happy. And we got but... our thumbnail. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, Black Spire. Okay, that was Del yeah, it was all Delilah Dawson. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so. I love her work. And yeah, when I when yeah. I was flipping through Star Wars Adventures and I, I saw her, I saw Alan Tudyk, I saw Kevin Scott, I was like, oh my goodness, this is crazy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah it definitely surprised me as somebody who who isn't as as familiar. I was like, these were some. See, the, I mean, I knew Kevin Scott because Kevin Scott did did Tales of Vader's Castle, and between mm -hmm. you all and and Andrew in our Slack channel, like that, that's one that's obviously I've heard of. But these other these were some 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 pretty big names that I was like, oh okay, maybe this needs to be a, a little something I pay a little more attention to. Right, um, I think I mean, it's, it's it's a very uteny thing to talk, you know we we like to say that star Wars, regardless of what the age group is intended for you can, everyone can enjoy every story. Right. I mean, like we all love the higher public adventures and that's a, you know, it's intended for right. younger readers. And like, uh, for me, a test of courage is like one of my favorite books of the high Republic so far. And a, that's a junior novel. Like there, there are great, great stories that are being told regardless of what age they're for. So anyone yeah. can enjoy them. The queen yeah. trilogy is probably the most fleshed out Padme stuff and it's young. Right. Adult. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I'm in the middle, I'm in the middle of that right now. So, and, and I'm enjoying that. So uh, yeah, I would definitely do not sleep on, on, on the young adult novels or the junior novels or whatever they're called. Read what you want to read. Another, yeah, another creed junior of, novels the, of are, the teeny. 
junior novels like a lot of people sleep on them because you know i would say like in order of sleepiness you know we've got uh, uh adult novels young adult novels and then junior novels and i gotta say like some junior novels that i've read have been absolutely incredible spark of the resistance by justina ireland is one mm-hmm. of my favorite star wars books that i've ever read it has some really great uh ray and rose dynamics in there so um it, it, same thing goes for comics you know just because it, it's targeted at a different age group um, that doesn't mean that the story is uh, doesn't have a big impact on the overall storyline. It just means that it, it's written for a different audience. So, um, you know, at Utini, we love to encourage reading everything that you love. And and that includes uh, stuff not necessarily always meant for adults. Yeah. So, so, Jacob, since this is IDW and not Marvel, I'm assuming this is not on Marvel Unlimited, correct? Yeah. So that's going to take a little time to explain that because um, reading these comic books is a little bit more complicated than you might think um so yeah obviously it's not a marvel unlimited uh, unfortunately uh, i cannot plug that today uh but it is on comiXology and comics it's a, a part of comiXology unlimited at least some of the older stuff is uh one thing i will note is it happened this year i will imagine it'll happen next year but there's a may the fourth sale and you can buy like the entire idw catalog for like 30 40 bucks so um uh, you know just i'd probably wait uh you know maybe pick up some if you're interested but there are some omnibuses out there yeah i think yeah so Um, that's uh, also an option yeah hard hard copy person but so the interesting thing about the hard copies is the trade paperbacks are not in order so we actually haven't mentioned this yet but the all the like mainline star wars adventures stories are two-part stories so like the front half of the issue will be like a main story and then the back half for most of them are what they're uh tales from wild space is that what's called yeah tales from which, wild space which they're like a little shorter like couple page um backups ish backup story which is kind of like a retro thing to be doing nowadays it was, it was very common in like 60s comics mm-hmm. uh but so the way it works now is like an trade paperback will be like three issues and normally like there will be a front half like self-contained story and then two front half like like a two-parter story that was across two issues the front half of those and then it'll be all of the tales from wild space at the end so it'll be like issue one part one issue two part one issue three part one and then issues one two and three part two and they may all be from different eras yeah so it's it's kind of all over the place it's very cool because the stories are so small there's no timeline they have to stick to. So authors can do like whatever they want. They can explore so much in such a small amount of time. Uh, but yeah, so you're not going to. And then also it's okay. It gets even more confusing. I'm not here. Let me pull it up. I have the, um, the, the Wikipedia like yeah. page for the issues. So, okay. <laughs> Just so go there. Okay. Just go there. <laughs> yeah. So here we have the trade paperbacks and here we have the issues. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Oh, this makes sense. Cool. 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 Um, Here's annual 2018. If you scroll down, you'll see annual 18 is also down here because it got split across multiple trade paperbacks. Oh, that's oh, fine. here's 13 through eight. Here's 14 through 18. Oh, here's also 14 through 17 because they they put all the Flight of the Falcon story together, which means the back backup issues all, or backup stories all got put in volume seven. The Flight it's, of the Falcon is actually really confusing to do chronologically. It's, it's really one of those things that you're supposed to like just kind of read it all and put it together in your mind once it's all there it's very <laughs> kind of all it can be very all over the place and it's not yeah it's not the most 
reader friendly collector friendly yeah like yeah i'd be interested to see what the experience because i've been reading the trade paperbacks so it has like that altered order and things are split up and everything like that i'd be interested to see how compared to just reading it day to day uh or issue to issue like i've been you know everything so far has been fine like it makes sense you know i'm just about to start uh flight of the falcon so we'll see how uh how well i'm able to keep track of it um at that point but so far it's you know it's just different like if you never knew what the single issues look like it's fine you're still getting hey i read i read trade paperback and front to back it's complete stories and that's well and that's the thing because with flight of the falcon that's what i was kind of saying before because you have the justina ireland and like part of the flight of the falcon if you're going on the trade paperback like and it doesn't tell you where the issues oh yeah that's another weird thing yeah it's like Mm, like like you get to this point in the flight of the falcon comic where it's just like you go to one page and it's just hondo at black spire and you don't you're like you have no idea what's going on but you had to have read pirate's price before that but then if the lando's luck middle grade novel too is tied in there because that was a bazine natal thing where she's like on this hunt for the story of the falcon so it's like buy some books before i finish all i'm so close to finishing all these comics (laughs) yeah so you need the books well you really only need pirate's price all right lando's luck it on the timeline lando's luck takes place like way early like around solo star but the frame of it is one of bazine's like she starts with this and then that's what it's but pirate's price you need i'm so glad that we brought you on the show because (laughs) i didn't know that (laughs) yeah and and as as a as a parent of an an 11 year old and and an eight-year-old i i i like this because my kids like to read comics and they don't like to read novels so Mm. it's very it's it's a very good incentive for me Mm -hmm. to be like well look here here's a comic of this and if you want more of the story Go read this novel, and and I'm hoping as a you know you know as as we as parents do try to trick them into doing things that is better for them even though they don't want to do it. This sounds like a very 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 appealing thing for 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 me to do for them. Yeah, uh, not so much for me and and collecting. That seems like my OCD is in overdrive right now. Um, <laughs> but- yeah, well, that because that's like it literally. If I'm trying to like, it's funny because I'm live right now, but on a podcast, I'm not gonna be able to show this to people. But like, it literally just it's got the little star where it's like see pirates price in, in bookstores yeah. now. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> nice. So, but Can't the thing is, there's no like issue one or anything. Like this page finishes one story, and then it goes to this page, and then it's just you're supposed to know somewhere that you got to read pirate's price in between there so <laughs> it's like pause read it'll it. make you work it'll make you work it's you yeah. know i mean but if now you, don't you know the... because you're listening to us so right. there you go yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah if you don't want the confusion just read the first omnibus and then it stops before it gets all over the place and then you yeah. can also and then pick up all the miniseries there's like we haven't talked about it yet there's a lot of yeah that was a, that was what i wanted to talk about next like there's the tales from vader's castle which Return is to the vader's really castle. good uh and then there's it's gonna be upcoming Kevin kind of tweeted teased it on twitter but i think it's ghosts of vader castle i think Ooh. maybe uh those are all by Kevin scott um and then destroyer down was the one jake was talking about earlier with ray on jacu i love that one that uh, one's cool i've got to read that as a ray fan i haven't checked that out yeah. yet yeah it's got like uh constable zuvio what? zuvio like it, a lot oh. of the characters that you kind of see in the background 
um, in The Force Awakens are told in that story. You actually yeah, so, heard her names. Yeah. So and for myself kinda, and for readers who aren't who, who are new to this, would you recommend would you all recommend we start maybe with these sort of of smaller series and then kind of I, dabble back into I, the main line? I honestly you could probably just get in all anywhere. Yeah, okay. like whatever okay. you find and can get, just read mm-hmm. that. Yeah, the nice thing, thing is, about these is you can I mean you could honestly pick up I could pick up well with besides Fly of the Falcon, you can basically pick up any of these and just read it. It's the stories are so short and self-contained that you're not like can, like I can't pick up volume four of Star Wars 2015 and just read that. I mean you can, right. but like mm-hmm. you're missing a lot. Whereas these, like you can literally just if you know what Star Wars is vaguely and have watched some of the movies, you're probably gonna have a good time with any of these. Yeah. And to me, that's kind of always the way that it was modeled. Um you know, we we kind of, we try to put together the pieces and put the order in there. But you know, I think of it from the perspective of a kid. You know, you hand one of these comics to a kid. You know, they're not reading something in John Wikipedia the way that we are, where it's right, like, right. oh, where exactly does this fall? And like, I literally have an Excel sheet that I make notes on. Mm-hmm. So like, I almost make <laughs> it not fun for myself. But right. a kid is going to go through who just likes to read comics. They you know, want to see Luke I mean, and Obi-Wan yeah, they want to see and Luke. Ray and But these every, are also yeah. their stories that when they watch the movies or read a book later, they are going to have a little connection to put in. And they're going to say, I don't really know where I remember that from. I think it was back from those comics. But I remember right. this character. I've met this character before. Exactly. And um, that's one of the which, things that we were kind of talking about earlier with the uh, all so many great authors coming in is because they're kind of short form series and they jump all over the place. It must be I don't know too much about it on the uh, on the business side on the front end, but it must be very easy to go to these authors and say, "Hey, I, d- yeah. I don't want to tell you nail you down for an entire series, but hey, do you want to come in and write fifteen pages of comic books? Probably right. fun for them. This is yeah. probably a little fun side project. You know, like it, you know, as as a creative person who does a lot of Dungeons and Dragons and planning things like that, you always have like thirteen things like spinning. So when you're given the opportunity to take a small thing that you're like, I could never turn this into a book. Oh, a comic book, like 13 page. Okay, sure. I will definitely write yeah. this down and give you this other idea I've been thinking of. So yeah, yeah it's probably like a almost therapeutic for them to get even more of their creativeness yeah. out there. Right. And there's, yeah, some other great uh, mini series we got is forces of destiny, uh, which is like a, that's also kind of a multimedia thing. So you got like, uh, what animated videos yeah. and yeah, this, like was on, this was a YouTube and, short, right? Yeah, and uh, yeah. dolls. Yeah, uh, those are they're all on Disney I, Plus now, by the way. If you want to read the comics and watch them, at the I, same yeah, time I read too. those. Those were very enjoyable. Um, I, I like. Okay, I have to take a second. And one of my favorite creators I found from this is um, uh, Elsa Chartier. Uh, I don't speak French, so I probably got that very wrong. Uh, she did the art for the uh, Leia uh, Forces of Destiny and also a bunch of other stuff. And it's like very, very um, Darwin Cook. If I, if I got some comic book nerds here, Darwin Cook or like a little bit of um, Bruce Tim kind of like mm. styling where it's like that like 90s yet also like 50s styling at the same time. It's beautiful. Okay. And like I've like she has a re- actually a really co- cool YouTube channel I found and like doing like breakdowns of like, here, let's do a case study of a comic book page and stuff like that. And it's like really oh, interesting. Cool. Um, and I'm probably going to spend a lot of money and buy like her, her like coffee table art book because I like her stuff. Um, 
whoops uh and now i'm spending money on not star wars things thank you uh, <laughs> no, no, it's it's tangentially star it's ten- wars she, things. Yes. Hey, she does mm. in her art book she does break down some of her work for star wars adventures so it counts it does count yeah it it, it all it all's coming together yeah forces of destiny is good star wars or clone wars battle tales i've heard it's amazing i've not gotten there yet. i have not read that one yet that one that's a my... that's a newer title correct i yeah, think when i saw finished. that it was affected by covid the, the release yeah. was affected by covid so it was more of a recent title yeah mm-hmm. i have that in my library and i'm so excited to read because i've heard only good things about it yeah yeah that'll, that'll be on my list and then of course we got higher republic adventures i mean what what have we not said at this point across all of our episodes it's fantastic it's arguably it's wonderful go read yeah. it that, yeah right <laughs> yeah. here issue number five that just came out last week right jacob the, yes. yes and yes. daniel jose older has been having a great time on twitter talking about the issue six coming up uh, i've been tweeting him a lot it looks really cool there are uh there geode will be in i was gonna republic say adventures. is that what yeah okay Geode, Geode and Affy Hollow and I think Leox probably is there by association at that point. Um, it's gonna be cool. It's and gonna break course, Twitter. Yeah, so. it's, it's fun to see the authors having fun. Like like, yeah. like that's something that's new and 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 especially Daniel, you know Kevin and and Daniel Jose Older, they I I remember when was the um, High Republic show that was on an infinite delay that was like three weeks ago right and oh and yeah that was oh that was like probably he, five or six weeks ago now at this point he yeah. had made a comment was like releasing any minute now i like i have big news releasing any minute now but it was like two hours after the show was usually i say it was supposed to go out. we have no idea when it was supposed to go out we were just right. going by when it was previous when the previous episodes had gone live but they just seem to be always having fun and are always excited about every little new announcement that that they're a part of and that is as a reader i get more excited about wanting to read this stuff and support them and say hey the powers that be your authors are excited your readers are excited give us more yeah yeah, it, it really shows in the work when an author or an artist is excited and happy about what right. they're doing. It it does show, you can tell. Right, yeah. And then, so the last thing that, like, non-outside of the main line of Star Wars Adventures, which I guess should be noted that they also rebooted in 2020. Um, like, you might have noticed in the weekly poll list that there was number five was the release, but they, I think, went for, like, 32 issues in the, yeah, 32 issues in the first run. So they just started over in 2020. Um, and it's been, it, they've had a rough time with COVID delays. Uh, so that's why it's only five issues in so far. Um, but they also have graphic novel adaptations, of every single movie, including the, the rise of Skywalker. So it is the only adaptation of yeah. the rise of Skywalker in, in comic books. Um, and then they have, yeah, they also have like Rogue One and Solo and every other saga movie. Nice. And I read, so I read a new hope just to sit, you know, just so I had one of them under my belt. And it was like, I mean, it's a very good adaptation. They're like 60 to 70 pages in it. Like, I mean, it oh, wow. doesn't skip any, like it hits basically everything, you know, sometimes with that kind of thing, it, it, you, you miss a lot of beats. And like, there are only like two or three moments in a new hope where I noticed I'm like, Oh, they kind of, that, that got cut. Like they cut out uh, the, uh, you're a little short to be a stormtrooper, uh, And they cut out uh, the whole thing with like R5 blowing up. And those were like the only things I like really noticed, like everything else, like they hit beat for beat, everything in the story. Which face it, the only reason you noticed that they were missing is because we've seen those because I'm, I'm, like I'm a thirty I'm a laser nerd. Yeah, that's that's it. Yeah, and it was 
the art style didn't really do it for me. I think the character, just the characters were a little bit more, they, they, I don't know. Luke looked like he was 13. Cheapified, uh, maybe. You know how you know the episodes of Family Guy whenever they like Disneyfy themselves, right? It's just like you automatically know, like that's what it kind of reminds me of. Sometimes it, it looked like something out of like yeah, like night, uh, like if the animators that did like the Goofy movie did yeah. Star Wars, that's almost what it would look like, and that's <laughs> very <laughs> weird specific, but. Yeah, that's kind of what it made me think of. And they're more now consistent, I... whereas like the some of the ones that pop up in the trade paperbacks, like you you'll see some some crazy art. Um, I mean, they do break out a little bit. Like I don't even know. You can kind now of see I want Powerline in in, in a Star Wars comic <laughs> oh, okay. line. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But I mean, you know, it's like oh, wow. some of this. Okay. Stuff... Yeah. There's definitely a Disneyification of uh, of that panel on the right on, yeah. on the right hand page and in, in, in the yeah. Okay. So, but that's it, one thing that I did kind of like from all these Star Wars adventures is not only do you have different artists, but you also have some like different art writers, but they also have different artists. So you do get to see a lot of like mm -hmm. our same favorite characters, but done in different ways. And, yeah. and the great news is if you don't like a one particular style, it's probably not going to be there next week or next yeah. issue. Yeah, I think, well, that's I think the thing. The sometimes you don't know what you like until you see it. Exactly. Put it, put it in front of me and I'll decide. Yeah, that's that's one of the I think the main strengths is like everything is so bite sized that you, you get a such a variety of artists and writers and stories and characters that it's exploring. Like, you know, like one issue I'm like on Rose Tico and I mean it was a great story with her and um Paige. Oh. Uh oh. oh that one too. That one with Poe. And then like the next one you're like on Luke Skywalker. It's just like all over the place and I, it's kinda nice. It's just like it's just all these adventures from all the favorite heroes you've had in Star Wars, just kind of jumbled up and it's yeah. it's enjoyable some sort of adventure you said it perfect right there all the all these adventures that they have of star yeah. wars it's like yeah. it's like in the name or something so uh, <laughs> jacob you, i think you just answered this question but i wanted i wanted to toss this question over to emma like it, it sounds like these shorter arcs and these one-off adventures are they're, they're very compact they're very easy easy to digest but do you think um that helps or hurts this line as a geez, I keep hitting my mic. The, this this that this line as a whole, um, you know, be able to be eas more easily consumed by you know, but by, by those of us who are maybe looking to fill in, you know, while we're while we're waiting for the next you know Marvel line to come out. Yeah, I, I do think it makes it easier to consume because you know, it, I would say that it helps in that it it'll allow you to pick which characters or which storylines or which eras that you want to read about. You don't have to have read like dozens of other prior issues um, if you want to read something later on in the run, um, which is overall really helpful. And if you pick up just a super random volume, um, you also won't be hurt by that either because there's virtually no prerequisites in, in picking up these stories. Um, and the great thing is, is also just the variety of characters that they use. Um, the shorter form allows for uh, more characters to be used. We, we don't have to sort of, I guess, recycle characters um, mm. because of the shorter form. Um, I mean, I've, I've only read um, five volumes and I think there's like 11 total or something like that. And there's been some really unique characters. Um, Captain Antilles from the beginning of episode four was oh, yeah. in one of them. 
like that's kind of a deep cut and that's a cool uh cool character to see so i'm all for the shorter form um and it also sets it further apart from marvel which i think is good it's good to have variety in comics and, and less of you know sort of quote unquote copying each other um more variety and yeah i love it absolutely yeah and you know the other thing is as we can mention it's kind of like a a more kid friendly kid focused things mm. i was going through like you know the like the tales from wild space you know this might sound a little sunday school veggie tales here-ish but at the end of every like thing you like the tales from wild space always has like a weird like moral or theme or like you know what you should like take home from that so did any of those like stand out to you like you know morals that you learned from the star wars universe are then red is bad and blue is good well, yeah, a, kind of a theme that that's in between uh, pretty much every single volume is that uh, it pays off to help other people when mm-hmm. you're able to help. That's been kind of the moral of a lot of those sort of ending uh, stories, as well as kind of the larger stories as a whole. And I think that's a great lesson for kids to learn. So I think it's definitely on purpose that it's there. Yeah, it's it's very, you know, every I think a lot of the um, stories aimed at younger readers are, you know, a lot more overt with the, mm-hmm. hey, we're trying to teach you something here, especially with the tales from wild space, but they're still really enjoyable. It's uh, we haven't talked a whole lot about what they actually are. But they're probably what, like five page, six page backup stories where it's this kid named Emil just flying around in his little spaceship with his two very strange odd droids. Uh, that he just and like Kwaki and Monkey Lizard. Kwaki and Monkey Lizard. Uh, that <laughs> is kind of awful as Kwaki and Monkey Lizards are. And he just like someone will say something, and then he just like goes tangent mode. It's like that reminds me of a time where it's very important to um kids uh be patient within one another, and then just tells a story about a classic Star Wars character. And that we had, all know like, that person relevant. that can take anything and yeah. just fly off into a huge story. It's we all usually, know it's usually <laughs> grandpa, but you know, in this case, it's a, it's a, it's a young boy. And yeah, he's just like, wow, it's, it's unfortunate. My Kwaki and Lung- monkey lizard just um, tore up our spaceship and we're dying. But let me tell you about <laughs> how it's very important that you hear people out and don't judge them uh, right away. Let me tell you I, about I feel a like time from a Star that Wars, Han Solo did from that. From a Star Wars <laughs> perspective, we're talking about Trevor and, and Star Wars archives and how we can yeah. t- take anything, <laughs> any minor little, oh, you know what? That character is a, who you don't isn't even named in this movie. It actually appeared in this issue of the UK magazine from 1983. Yep. And there's 16 pages written about him. Well, did you guys notice what one of his droids, like the components he's made out of? Because that stood out to me yeah, very the, clearly. Uh, his the protocol ish droid looking. Yeah, because it was yeah. he was he was in Tales of Vader's Castle, right? That was the same droid. I think uh, so. Crater. So he, yeah, he, uh, yeah, is that his name, Crater? Yeah, he had like the bottom of a probe droid with the middle of an R two unit. Droid. And the top, I don't know what what kind of droid that is. I don't know what is. they're called, but Professor uh, Huang Huang from the uh, lightsaber thing with Clone right. Wars. It, right. it, it's so the protocol like really droids with like droid. the pointy heads, the pointy mm-hmm. side heads. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. He made me laugh every time. I was like, this is like the craziest droid I've ever seen in my life. He's hovering, but he's also like kind of an astromech. It's hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, he's. All right, I, w- I want to go around. The, I want to I go around, and I, and I want to start with Jake because he's got one in his hand. I want. I want to know what all of some some of your favorite stories are. That can be. Well, I mean, I guess it's not really an arc because these are such short, short, short stories. But I, I, I want to go around the room. We'll start with Jake. Uh, what is your f- 
favorite, if you could choose one, and I'm going to try to, hopefully there's not going to be a lot of, lot of repetition here, but if you could choose one story that you would be your favorite, what, what would you choose, Jake? Uh, it would definitely be Destroyer Down um, because I just like the continuity with it as far as like there's a couple issues that are tied together, but like uh, uh, Emma was talking about with, you know, some of these characters that they teach you a little bit of a lesson. That was one of the ones that I read that made me appreciate like race kindness more. Um, you know, I think that's one of the things that the books has kind of given us as far as her characters. But, you know, that story ties in with the Aftermath trilogy in a way um, okay, nice. because it has like a it, it talks about I mean, basically it, it's the leftover from the Battle of Jakku. Um, you get some Ray characterization. It ties in with Fort's Awakens, but to me, it's just it's one of the Ray stories that I remember. So, Destroyer Down would be if anybody was asking me what Star Wars adventures to start with, that's what I would say they should go to first because it's definitely going to sell them. Okay, noted. Okay, let's go to Caleb. What's what, what's your favorite story? Uh, like it has to be. Uh, I'm probably sniping someone else's favorite, but uh. Tales from Vader's Castle. Like, I, I thought you would say that. It's a really good, like, um, it kind of gives you like an almost Scooby-Doo sort of vibe of like, there's this horror elements and you got your team going through like Scooby-Doo, like the evil Vader castle. But there's just a lot of like heart, a lot of movement to it. Like I felt legitimate emotions at some of the like last ending moments there. So um, like if you, if you think your kids can handle some like legitimately like, you know, horror anthologies of the Star Wars universe, give that a try. 10 out of 10. Oh, I'm all for scaring my children right before they go to bed. There's the, that, that, that's, <laughs> you know, a, a right passage as a parent. I mean, so uh, Emma, I'm going to come to you. What's your, what's one of your favorite stories? Yeah. So out of what I've read so far, now I have a real feeling that once I read uh, Clone Wars Battle Tales that will become a favorite but since I haven't read it yet I can't count it so uh, out of what I have read so far I have to say there was a, a Rose and Poe story oh, um, yeah. and I don't remember it might have been the first volume mm, I or, think it was or the third volume third volume yeah third volume yeah and um, it just showed sort of Rose's like kindness mixed with her intelligence and I also enjoyed seeing that Poe already had kind of met Rose before, um, but Rose sort of refused to give out her name because they were in the middle of a of a battle and she was trying to fix a ship. And um, I don't know. I'm a sucker for Rose stories, and and I truly enjoyed that one. Yeah, awesome. I think reading awesome. that story explains. I mean, obviously, we would love to see Rose have taken a bigger role in the Rise of Skywalker, yeah. but it explains why that character is so integral in like that yeah. that planning of the Resistance and that battle. Yeah, it's like it's like she's always there, even if you don't see her. She's playing one of the most important parts in the entire resistance, even though it's behind the scenes. And I thought that was really cool. Yeah, definitely. Interesting. All right, Jacob, last but not least, I'm going to go one, one like more, one more story to recommend. Yeah, I'm going to go like the most out of left field answer you like no one saw coming. Uh, it's not even I haven't even read the entire issue, but it's behind me. Uh, and that is Star Wars Adventures number 30. Um if you had to guess, uh, what would be the first time? I mean, it, it kind of just gives away the premise, but what would be the first time the higher public was depicted in a visual medium? Uh, I'm going to say it, this issue. It, it's that issue. <laughs> it, it was not, you know, it came out 
before the, if you even count this as depicting the High Republic, it came up before the issue of Rise, to Ky- Rise of Kylo Ren with the Avar Chris Avar Holocron. Chris. This yeah. came out like a couple weeks before that. Oh, that's right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, this was the first time the High Republic has ever been shown in anything. It was the backup in the backup with um, uh, Tales from Wild Space. They're like on a planet and they're like, yeah, there was like this High Republic library and it shows like the flashback of like this beautiful place before it got wrecked by the great, or I think it was wrecked by Nihil Raiders. No this, way. Yeah, yeah, that that is the first time the High Republic has ever been drawn in anything. And of course, I believe Kevin Scott wrote that story uh, naturally. Uh, of course yes 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 he did uh so yeah it's just like they're like oh yeah here's this planet uh and uh this yeah there used to be is the uh lost library of nelganom which was destroyed by the night hill so there you go uh night hill <laughs> yeah it's always the night hill's fault so that's you know if if you're like a weird high republic junkie like me maybe pick that up they're like uh, i was gonna say i think given the timing of of all the the middle of the hype that we're in I think you might have won that round by by which one I'm gonna pick up first because I, I want to consume everything High Republic. So if that's if if there's some some history, I guess being I'll finish made there. Light of the Jedi. <laughs> As Palpatine famously said, "Do it, <laughs> do it." Oh, and this isn't a roundtable, but I do want to throw in one fun Easter egg I found while reading this week, which was. In Tales of Vader's Castle, or yeah, it was the story that they told in Tales of Vader's Castle, or from Vader's Castle about Han and the like thorn the, planet. The Briar Witch sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, they, he mentions the planet Kiva. I'm like, that sounds familiar. I thought it was like something from Aftermath, but no, it is the one of the planets in uh, Galaxy of Fear. So there you go, Jared. There's oh, your nice. Legends tie-in of, of the week. Um, yeah. So yeah, interesting. Go. And the first story yeah. almost had something with uh, Rudy Undying, practically. Yeah, that that that. Okay, didn't I'm glad name you brought it. that up because I didn't forgot name about, it. Yeah, I was like, is that is that Rur? It's the the uh, Canaan story. Yeah, the haunt. Yeah, the haunted ship was like, oh, it was the go- a Jedi, the ghost on the ghost. and it's a glowing green crystal. It's like, what the what? <laughs> but yeah. All right. Well, yeah, this has definitely been a really interesting conversation, and now I am. I, I think. When I go, because I haven't picked up my 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 week uh my my pull list this week from the comics store, I might go grab uh, what's ever there from IDW. So I appreciate everybody uh, giving m- myself and our listeners a little bit of an insight into this because this is I, I will admit this is something that I've definitely overlooked uh in my 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 comic backlog. So thank you everybody for for giving myself and everybody else who's who who's new to this uh some insight in this. So Absolutely, before, this is fun. I'm glad we did this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Before we go, Caleb. Uh, oh, I we think do have an announcement here, don't we? We do have an announcement. And I, 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 it would, I, I would not want to take this away from you. Absolutely. Uh, so I'm going to let, I'm going to let you be the one that shares uh, this news with our audience. So go ahead. Yes, the very next roundtable, which won't be next uh, episode or even the one after that, but it'll be July the 14th. I think that's in. Let me pull up my calendar. It's like here. Three weeks. In three, three weeks, weeks from now, yeah. we will be doing a roundtable of our very own favorite series, Lando 2015. So make sure you read that. The links are in the description. So pick it up, give it a read through, you know. Uh, but we will be here in three weeks to discuss it and just, you know, do some deep dives, talk about some lore, because there's a lot more lore to have disappeared into this in the last like you know six months a year with the uh, new comics here so you're really going to enjoy it it's it's really really great so we've you know that'll be in three weeks you know and we'll see what we can 
get in trouble there. Uh, we'll also say thank you to Jake for coming on our show and yeah, spreading guys. your yes, information. You, you we would have been Absolutely. dead in the water without you. <laughs> it, it, it'd be like, blast. all right, the, the, the first, yeah, be like, okay, Star Wars Adventures is fun, and then Fly of the Falcon happens, and I'm not sure what, what that is. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But yeah, all right. I was glad to be that here. for us. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, that's going to go ahead and do it for this week's episode of the Cosmic Force. Don't forget to subscribe to the show uh, wherever you get your podcasts. Or if you're here with us live, still live on YouTube first, thank you. Second, make sure you subscribe to this channel so that you can be notified when we go live every Wednesday night at eight or one of our other shows like uh, the Living Force goes live on Monday or Legends Look Back on Thursday. Uh, if you like what you hear, please leave us a review on iTunes. Leave us a comment here. Give us a thumbs up. Uh, we always appreciate the the, the, the positive feedback uh, from all, all of you. And it also helps if you're you're. Uh, giving us a review on iTunes. It helps new listeners find the show. So thank you uh, from us and thank you for the new listeners who who, who you're helping. Uh, be sure to visit utini.com for reviews, articles, and news for the entire expanded universe. Like I said at the top of the show, we encourage you to join our Utini Discord community by going to utini.com slash discord. If you'd like to help support the show, you can find us on patreon.com slash utini and start receiving exclusive perks starting at just five dollars a month uh, a special shout out to uh cheryl bell patrick ortiz and carl sandler on our jedi high council level along with elizabeth cloutier jason mitchell freddie c and sally and chris ellison on our alliance high command patreon levels thank you thank you thank you again for all of your amazing support we we, we literally could not do this without your support so thank you very much uh you can tweet the show at cosmic force show or the host individually I'm on Twitter at Tyrags. Emma is at Irma Jedi 26. Caleb is at Caleb Laminick. And Jacob is at Jacob Bosch. Thank you again to Ayla, or Emma, Caleb, and Jacob. And a special thank you to Jake for coming on and hosting tonight. Special thank you to all of our listeners who are listening wherever and whenever you are. Thank you for those of you that were in the chat tonight. You were always um, a special part of the show. Uh, and we really do appreciate everything that you do. So until next week, uh, go, may the force be with you. 